Are we recording? <laughs> hey, we just saw a movie. I know you don't like this song. Michelle, you don't. I'm just not going to try and sing along. It always comes out terrible. At the end, I, it was a little pitchy. Mm. Mine was. But hey, I'm not auditioning for the voice. This or is something all being like cut out anyway. No, it's not. This is going to be how it starts. Mm. Uh, I already said hey. Did you? Yeah, I you did it in sang. the song. I did it in the song. Oh, okay. Well, let's start for real. No. That was for real. Oh, okay. Well, I'll say hey. Okay. Hey. Hey. We just saw a movie. I already said that. Oh, whatever. So, hey guys, this is Michelle. And this is Miguel. I don't know, Miguel. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know okay, you. Sorry. You have to go. <laughs> That was your door closing. Hey, it's me, Josh. I'm here to do the podcast. Hey, good. Did you see Miguel in the hallway? I didn't. Who was Who's that Miguel? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we saw a movie. We did. And um, it was a good movie. What do we see? We saw. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about previous podcasts and how we did it like a cliffhanger, but the title tells you what 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 uh, movie we saw. So now unless you were just blindly listening to us. Right. It like if it just matter. rolled into the next podcast. Right. It doesn't and matter. And you're like waiting. You're like, <gasps> what is, breath? What is bated breath, as they say. Mm, whatever that what means. Is, what did they watch? What did they watch? What did they watch? What did they watch? And then three minutes in, we finally tell you. We watched Onward. That's right. Onward. I kept thinking it was called Upward because Pixar made a movie called Up. And that's how simple my brain is. Just smushed them together. Yeah. Totally smushed. I mean, they, they were sort of, they both had quests. They did. Um, so. One was a true quest with, with ah, it sounds very un-PC of me to say monsters, but they weren't, mo- they weren't even monsters. The funny thing is, they're elves. Oh. I didn't know that until like three, I thought you meant like the, the actual movie. monsters you had to fight, but oh, you meant no. the people. I meant the people, yeah, because they're not like human and they're not animal per se so usually that falls on their monsters mm, they're elves and they're, they're blue so they're magical beings that's kind of monstersy so um i don't remember the last thing we did when the last podcast we did was it the photograph the photograph but we haven't put that up yet but maybe it'll be up we'll before post this it before we put this up okay um so yeah we've uh we when did we see the photograph last week um yeah i think so yeah I was so, going to say Valentine's, but we didn't. We no, saw we something didn't. else it on Valentine's. It came out on Valentine's. came out on Valentine's and we waited weeks. I can't remember With why. bated breath. With bated breath to see the photograph. Yeah. So we've been, uh, we've had the week off, I guess, because we didn't watch anything in the last week. Did we not? Not like in the theater. We've yeah, obviously we watched a lot of things. We watched other stuff. Yeah. We watched. I watched um. Top Chef Just Desserts. Ooh. Ooh, season two. Ooh, I have la, no la. idea. I just found it. I don't know when it taped or whatever. Could be years old. I have no idea. Just found it on Bravo. We watched the the reunion to... Uh, oh, Love is Blind. Yeah. If you uh, haven't seen, you Love, haven't is seen Bl- Love, is Love is Blind, even Dan Harmon is watching Love is Blind. And he hates a lot of things. Or at least he tries to act cool and say that he hates a lot of things. This but. show is bonkers. Yeah. Just so watch, watch it. Watch Love is Blind. It's a great binge. 
And is Aaron, just is, watch it? It's is, on Netflix. Is Aaron's podcast talking about Love Is Blind? I don't know. Oh, what's Aaron's podcast called? It is Final Rose Material. Yeah, so she does Bachelor stuff. So yeah, check she talks that with out. The Bachelor. Um, soon, I think as soon as, as soon as uh, episode's over, she records and then up the podcast goes. Is it always in season? Is it like Survivor? Yeah, pretty much. It's either The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or one of those gone on an island and we're going to make out with everybody there's, on the island. There's always hoochies and hoochers to be coupled wow. up with. That's right. Wow, I'm judging people. Wow. Come at me. Get those Twitter fingers on. Wow. I won't know for six months because I'm barely on. Day. I'm barely on. I said I said hoochies and hoochers. All right. This equal, is, opportunity. I'm equal opportunity. Okay. You know. Well, so anyway, if you're a Bachelor sides. fan, check out her podcast, Final Rose Material. That's right. We rep all sorts of people we know because we know a lot of creative people. And deep down inside, everyone's creative. Way deep down inside. Like, yeah. Like in your gut. <laughs> Where your poop gets made. There's something in there that's There's a brewing and a bubbling creativity. Yeah, bubbling. Find that, bla- it. that black goo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie. You talk about the movie? <laughs> no, actually. First. Let's <laughs> switch it up. Uh, before the movie, we saw some previews. We didn't know what was going on, but then um, there was a uh, Simpsons short. That's right. They made fun of how they are owned by Disney now. Mm-hmm. Homer had some donuts. Homer's Mickey face, ears. yeah, it was Homer's Homer's Homer holding two donuts mm-hmm. or something. Yep, as Mickey ears. Yep, and then in the Sh- Gracie films ending, uh-huh. there was a Mickey Mouse in the Mickey audience. Mickey was in the audience. Um, you know when this started, it's called um, Play Date with Destiny. Yep, you got it right. I did get it right, and then um, it started and had Maggie, and I thought, wait a minute, is this just gonna be? That other short where it's Maggie and then she goes to like daycare or something. Oh, yeah. Because um, I couldn't remember what that one was called, but it was not. It was just, are all the shorts Maggie shorts? I don't, I don't know. I just know that other Maggie short that won an Oscar. So, that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to the other ones. I want to look at the writing credits. Actually, are said, there more? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, James L. Brooks was credited as a writer on this one. So I was like, oh, mm. interesting. It's funny because James L. Brooks is like Mary Tyler Moore and whatever. And like Mary, Mary Tyler Moore is not even alive anymore. So I'm like, how old is James L. Brooks? So, uh, yeah. Oh. James Old Brooks. Stay away from, wash your hands. Wash your hands, James Mr. L. Brooks. Brooks. Mr. Brooks. Don't and touch Mel your Brooks. Face. Please wash your hands. All the Brookses. Betty White. Uh, what's his name? Uh, who plays God all the time? All old actors that we like, wash your hands. The yeah. ones that we don't like, still just, just go wash wild. your hands because we're good people and we don't wish yeah. you dead. No one wants your creativity <laughs> all over their hands. So yeah. Well, so anyway, what did you think of the short? Did we? Did you like it? It was cute. That was cute. It, the audience was like insane. It was like they were watching stand-up comedy. They were like I, the laughs. Were yeah, just I insane. felt like we were be, it, like this was being filmed in front of a studio audience. Like yeah. the, the laughter was. Like the bits that were happening, like um, Maggie. So yeah, Maggie goes to uh, Marge takes her to this park. It's called like once you pass here, no injuries. You can't sue us. It was like yeah, like not our fault park or something. Yeah, like or that. something. So she takes Maggie over there, and Maggie meets this boy, and they have all these moments and you know cute baby stuff. Like they 
share pacifiers. I don't know. Something. Throwing sand baby. at each other. I mean, yeah. You know, usual. Like, uh, yeah. Baby just, courting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how babies you know, court. You know how babies date. Um, so, uh, then the next day Homer takes her, but doesn't take her to the same playgrounds. And then she's mad because the guy's waiting for her and then she's trying to find a way. And then she, the funny thing. So one of the bits was she's in that car seat she's in, in the beginning of like the way the show has been the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, she tries to turn into that park, but Homer keeps driving straight. And then she's like, wait, what? This My is... wheel doesn't do anything. Yeah, so everybody's like... It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay. It was, was a cute gag. It was cute, but it wasn't like... Right. You know, it's not like you went and saw... I can't think of a comic that hasn't um, done something bad towards women that comes to my head. I was going to say Louis C.K., but that doesn't work. Hmm. One of the other ones. So it wasn't that uh, that funny, um, but they all laughed. So, but I don't know. Maybe they were trying to get their kids to laugh. <laughs> maybe they were with I the kids and they were like, kids "I heard a kid." I heard a talk. baby. A baby is a kid, though. True, but I didn't see any children. Other, th- I didn't even see the baby. Actually, I just heard the baby cry a couple times. That's true. But when we were leaving, I didn't. No, that's not true. I saw one kid. One kid out of two hundred yeah. people. She was like seven, ish, probably. Yeah. We, I don't know. She could be 12. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she's just, that one Russian girl they can't find out if she's 13 or 43. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so eventually Maggie gets to the kid and he's uh, on a train. And she's I like, love, oh my goodness, he's on the train. So she's trying to run to the train. And then he has a, he's a, he's a, he's a scrappy young lad. He has a bow tie and he puts his bow tie out. She grabs onto it and the bow tie stretches and she, um, he loses grip and she falls. And then he goes off on the train and she's like, oh, no. And then obviously, you know, it's a kid's train. So it's just a little loop. It immediately circles back yeah, around. Yeah, it zooms out. They immediately circle. I love that scene. It was so classic, like the classic romance run right. for the train situation. Yeah. Because you will babies. never see your love again. That's right. Once this train goes away. But she saw her love again. Yeah. And, you know. Then they rode um, the train together. Yeah. And probably grew old and had children. Or immediately forgot about this play date when they got home. Like like we all did when we were kids. We were like, I'm Josh. Like, I'm Pat. And like, you want to play? Like, yeah. And it's like, bye, be... Pat. I'll never see you right. again. Or we're going to be best friends forever. And then when you get home, ooh, we're having mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 21 Jump Street. <laughs> What'd you do today? I don't know. Played with no, I played, Yeah, I played with somebody. I don't remember his name anymore. Yeah. So yeah, that was the short. That's a yeah. cutesy little Maggie story. Yeah. Old Mags. Mm-hmm. Old Mags. That's what we call her around here. That's old right. Old Mags. <laughs> These old Mags around mm-hmm. here. So um, onward. Onward towards the movie. Chat. I want to say this first oh, before you say anything. statements. Okay. You didn't really want to see this movie. I did not. I will admit. Michelle was a hater. I was. Michelle, the hater, Weatherspoon, LaRue, Cortez, I don't... S. Gonzalez. <laughs> I don't know where, where all those names came from, but I They did... came from your hatred. Okay. Well, I did not want to see this movie because the torso and the, the legs, just legs, running around, weird He's got legs. <laughs> he barely knew how to use them. <laughs> yeah, he did barely know how to use them. That's true. Good one. See? Ha ha, I'm good. You're, you're learning. Okay, so he didn't have a head. He didn't have ears. He didn't have eyes. It was just 
Legs. Why were you why are you saying things that uh, like he didn't have arms? Most, you didn't say like a torso or arms or head. You would specific like he didn't have a right nostril. He didn't have a less <laughs> nostril. Because Josh, I'll tell you because the ears okay. and the eyes are ways you communicate. He didn't have a mouth. He couldn't he couldn't communicate with anybody. So he's just legs running around. And yeah. they had to tether. Okay, I did think it was clever. They tethered him with the dog leash. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. So they could just drag him along. And then they put a stuffed sweatshirt thing on top of him. So it was very Weekend at Bernie's. It was very Weekend at Bernie's. I recommend you watch Weekend at Bernie's then this. You'll see <laughs> the correlation so hard. Um, yeah. So um, you got the synopsis from oh. the... From the peoples? From the internets. Let's so see. that we can um, not do a synopsis for an hour. Uh, this Directed is by a... Dan, written by Dan. Scanlan. Scanlan. Who dat? Um, set in a suburban fantasy world, two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there. A quest. Okay. That's so good. Okay, you're going to look at another one? Yeah. So I'm gonna start with the with the quest talk. I thought this movie started out amazingly, where they talked about how you know once there was wonder and magic and all these great things happening and people using their gifts to help other people, and it was all magic stuff. So people made fire um, for other types of well, they're not people at all, but. Um, elves made fire for other beings and these other things did this and they did all this magic to help each other and advance their planet or whatever um but then people started realizing science and technology and then they were just kind of like eh, we don't really need magic because they said magic was hard right and so it was like oh we could just use electricity to turn on a light switch we don't have to say it could be this and (laughs) That's, bibbidi about, bibbidi. that's how you turn on that's what i say when i turn on lights yeah. um so they don't have to do that to create fire which i just thought was a great parallel between this world that makes us that at least i feel like makes you want to care about it because i think about the world we live in now and how everything is so easy and everything is so like um ubiquitous that that magic and the wonder of like when you hear about going west and all that you're like whoa you just now obviously like it was not easy so that's the reason why people want it easy but being able to go out somewhere and say i want to claim this land or i want to do this thing or i want to do something really spectacular in this day and age is really hard because there's either an app for that it costs way too much money you need 40 investors it's like all these things have been made easier but i've also made it like to where you can't in some ways find your destiny the way that people used to where you found out if you were strong or you were brave by just like going out in the woods and trying to find your way back you know it's like now it's just like oh well i have within a lot of places except for remote places it's like you can't go on an adventure per se because you're like oh i guess i could just pull up google maps or we're not wizards that's true too but I'm saying in our <laughs> I own hear what world. You're yeah, I get it. You know, I thought I thought that was kind of cool because yeah, it made me go like, huh, yeah. <laughs> it was it is it was also kind of like I do use the premise too many of apps. It was kind of like the premise of Wally, where the people mm-hmm. were on those those people movers mm-hmm. and they didn't do any much of anything. So it was just weird. It was just interesting that it reminded me of like those twenty three and me commercials where they're like, My grandfather 
you know, was a war hero and he did this and blah, 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 blah. And I think you like sometimes when you don't know your lineage or your heritage, it kind of like can diminish you in a way because you're like, well, I can't do that. I'm just blah, 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 blah. But then somebody lets you know, like your great grandfather was this guy. Or you were related to the George Washington. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> I can run for office or I can. So when you find out that you come from like a line of magical, not magical, but wizards or you know, some, you know, you have some power to slay dragons or something. You're like, oh, I didn't know that. Or just to fly, <laughs> you know. Right, right. It's just yeah. kind of cool. Some deep thoughts at the That's top me. of the I drop, I drop them deep? Ooh. Some deep thoughts coming <laughs> out of this Disney... That's the thing with well, these that's, Disney movies. No, that's well, Pixar, the thing with Pixar movies. That's the thing with these Pixar movies is they you can't just go enjoy a movie, enjoy a Pixar movie. These Pixar movies dig deep. Most hey, of them. we can't go and enjoy a movie. <laughs> yeah, Pixar makes you want to cry or cry or laugh or yeah, cry. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with laughing <laughs> or crying? I'm just saying. Pixar makes you dig deep. So I hear you. They did. It is a. Uh, I, I did that. Find it funny the reflection of like I didn't expect it to to be so city. Like it started out all magical and like you're saying like it was woodsy and fairies and mermaids and and then it fast forwards, and we see they're living now and it was very, whatever city they were trying to right. replicate. But I was like, oh, that looks like every highway we drive on. Like, right. Looks, except for they lived in mushroom houses. Like right. There was that. Well, yeah, but. it's still kind of the vibe, the old school vibe. I think that's the thing, though. I think we we live in that kind of thing where we have all these um, things that kind of remind us. Like on in Hollywood, we have all these classic Hollywood things that are abandoned. Right. <laughs> or we have these classic Hollywood things that kind of take us back to this time and make us feel good, but they actually have no real value or merit. So what's the what's the thing that takes us back that has no merit in this movie? Um, I think like well, kind of just the well everything really. So um, in the movie they have their school. I forgot the name of their school. Their New town. mushroom. Yeah, their school has like a dragon on it, and then like alludes to, and then everything has the medieval text. Okay, and so it's so like all just, the food. Yeah, so and everything. all the history was there, just nobody paid attention to it anymore. Right. Well, it had no value. It was just kind of like, it's like you don't well, really that, know, yeah, but I'm saying you don't know what that means. Like when you see 3M, most people don't know it's mining okay. materials and whatever. Like right. the meaning behind all of the things okay. that they're looking at yeah. and like they're looking at like, uh, I don't know, medieval snacks or whatever. They don't really know like what that means. There's no connection. And there's like a guy right. with a with a sword, you know, right. and it's just like, I don't so know. So that plays out <laughs> all over this movie. I thought it was great, but let me, okay, real quick, I'm going to read that the better synopsis of this thing is um, two teenage elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot go on a journey to discover if there is still a little magic left out there in order to spend one last day with their father who died when they were too young to remember him. So that's where this whole thing sets up. But the characters, since we're talking about the forgotten magic or whatever, yeah, um, is so the, the main family, they're all elves. Mm -hmm. Um, and the mom, she's single now because the dad died a long time ago. Singled out. Uh huh. So, uh, she's got a boyfriend and he is a centaur. Centaur. Yep. Yes. The horseman. 
What's the one? No, he's a minotaur. No, a minotaur is What's the one like with just the legs, the just legs. the two legs. I think that's a minotaur. A okay. centaur, I think, is a horse with a man chest. Okay, well, body. he's he's the he's the horseman. Um, Bojack? No, <laughs> um, but he drives the truck because he doesn't run. He has horse body. He yeah. has horse he legs. He can run. He can run. He just doesn't need to because he's got a truck yeah why not so um so this that was probably that was like all the characters right most of the characters had some sort of ability they didn't use like the pixies didn't fly they didn't know they could fly the um one of them left the group yeah okay (laughs) actually well no they all found him their way back um in the movie one of them left well they all get scattered into the wind in the uh in the traffic Oh yeah, but then they figure out they can fly. Yeah. So uh so then and then there was another dragon thing that she said she stopped exercising her wings so she couldn't fly anymore. So it was like all these magical beings that just walked around like idiots, like like dummies that can't fly. They just walked around. Yeah, they didn't know that they had this power within them. <gasps> was it a Voss? <gasps> or they did know and they were just lazy. Yeah, I guess so I the think it I went guess both the, ways. the the, the centaur guy like knew he could probably he knew he run could, he knows but... he's a horseman yeah so anyway um I, I guess the pixies are the only ones who didn't know that they could do that yeah they thought their wings just didn't work like yeah. they were chickens or something yeah <laughs> everybody Pixie else kind of knew but they were like eh. yeah so anyway so um yeah so well let's look at the the the, the two brothers like i thought um what was it what are their names? Lightfoot. Oh yeah, oh, Lightfoot uh, and Ian, Barley. Ian and Barley. No, oh, Ian and Barley. Ian Barley. <laughs> so yeah, their 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 dad's been gone, and um, he's been dead. Yes, he's gone from the earth. Yeah. Um, or he's still he's in the earth. I don't know. Uh, he could have been shot out in the space. So the Barley is the older brother, and then what did you say, Ian? Yeah, Ian's the younger brother, and Ian hasn't seen his dad. Doesn't remember his dad at all. And then Barley has like a couple of member memories of his pops. So what was it? Um, Ian's super shy, and then he gets a uh, Ian's super scared. And on his sixteenth yeah. birthday, his he, mom has a surprise from his dad. He yeah, left once a they present. both turn sixteen, which we never really figured out why sixteen was the number. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so they get a staff, a cool staff. A wizard uh, not, staff. Not staff infection, but right. a staff. A wizard staff. And then they get this uh, crystal thing, and then there's a. they found out that their dad was getting into magic and getting in touch with who he really is and um, before he died. And so he said, like, hey, here's this spell. You can bring me back. I'll come back for a day. And for some reason, he puts one gem in there or whatever. Well, it seemed this was not an easy thing to come by. Obviously, because the entire movie, they spend the entire movie trying to get another one. So, I guess the dad thought think, maybe they would get the second one first and then like do the thing. No, I think something just went wrong when they were doing the first spell. They only needed one to do it. Ah. And then something happened and it broke. Gotcha. That's how we ended up with only half a dad. Sounds like when I do something having to do with um, like building something. <laughs> I'm like, this will be easy. All I need is this. I'm like, ah, crap. Right. I got too few screws. Right. So yeah, that's how they end up with their dad being halfway. And he's a waist with like a glowing um, 
like uh, transporter, transcoder. What is it from Star Trek? Yeah, that just like that... transporter, the blue swirly. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of coming out of his abdomen. Yeah, and he's a typical dad. He's got um, he's got the khakis, mm-hmm. and then they mentioned that he oh, so that he Purple runs socks. Yeah, he runs into a guy. The the Ian kid runs into a guy that knew his dad. He made fun of his dad's socks. He was like, yeah, your dad was always weird, but he was cool. So he had the purple socks, the dress shoes. And then, um, yeah, so they were like, oh, crap, we can't <laughs> we can't finish uh, the rest of dad until we find another one of these things. And then the funny thing is, is they go off on this quest, right? Because the, uh, I didn't even mention, Barley is like the um, Jason Siegel's character in, um, dang, that show that was really what? popular in the uh ah uh, what was that what? show it came out in 2000 jason siegel was in it uh, freaks. freaks and geeks. geeks yes he was that guy who just listened to like rock music and oh okay you no know, and i was Led gonna Zeppelin say and all that type barley of stuff. is played by chris pratt and i thought um, he was basically just his character from <laughs> yeah, yeah, Parks and Rec. Oh, no, okay. Parks and Rec. He was, but a little bit Guardians because, well, I guess Guardians. He was more into like soul and, st- but yeah, he well, was still the music. Music wasn't like there was a couple of songs, but it yeah, wasn't. But he like was the driving whole... the the van. He was driving that quintessential seventies van. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he made me think because he was kind of like everyone kind of looked at him as a screw up. That's true. And then he had like random knowledge. But so it, it felt very. Like, but I will say his Parks character on Parks and Rec, he didn't care or know that people kind of thought he was a dummy. Yeah. That's probably the only difference. But yeah, similar character. Yeah, similar. But yeah, so his brother is super into all of this stuff, I guess, just like his dad was. And then Ian's kind of just a normal, quote unquote, normal kid who's just like, no, there's no magic really. And, the, you know, so Barley's like, no, we got to go on this quest. And he's like, oh my goodness. Why are you doing this to me? And so they, yeah, they set on this quest in there. Was it Guinevere, the truck? Yeah, they, they the, used the his truck. 70s, the 70s, the A-team was, van, essentially. Yeah, yeah, the brother was super into all this. So he basically had like, what is it? Is it like... Oh, D&D. Yeah. Or, no, it's more Magic the Gathering. Okay, probably. Magic, whatever these games are that people have like cards and then yeah. pieces and game board and like right. there's all these rules and you can get different spells and... So anyway, his brother knew. And so he had the board game and he was like, dude, this is all historical. This game is historically based. So that was like how he knew everything right. that actually needed to happen. I think that was the cool thing, too, is like, um, yeah, that they use that as a as a way to drive the story. So it wasn't just somehow he I think it just meant more than him just like reading a book. Right. Yeah. Where he was just like, no, I'm entrenched in this as a cultural thing and a game and everything. And I think that kind of speaks to what I was saying before of like how like in in our world, many things that we um many things that we fiction we fictionize is based off of real things and off of real battles or real type of things that have happened to people. You know, and we use them as ways to point towards things in the real world. So it's like this game, okay, it was a game, but it also has to be based on something. So it's using all the things from things that used to happen in the past as a way to, you know, uh, be just a game now, but to also um, tell a story. Because all 
um, Shakespeare and all that are ways to tell stories to drive culture forward and let people know about the past and all those type of things. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So it was like another human mm-hmm. element tie-in they had. I also like that the older brother, um, which I guess was old enough to actually be out of school. Yeah, he didn't I think seem he to go to school. So yeah, because the mom like, said oh, yeah, this is the, the gap, longest gap, gap year, year ever. Okay, so we, he's graduated high school already. But um, so anyway, he's the older brother, super into all his magic stuff, which typically is portrayed as like some nerdy kid into all yeah. this stuff. And he was like, I don't know if anybody thought he was cool exactly, but he was like tough and had his own thing going on. He was yeah, strong, he was, he was confident. Dude. And yeah, he was like, you know, kind of that into cool true. stuff. And he wasn't, the, the other kid, Ian, would have been the yeah, typical. V- yeah, visually you would think Ian, the skinny, quote unquote, dorky looking kid, right, would have been that one. And then he would have been like the football player right. guy going, there's yeah. no magic. Yeah. So they flipped it on us. Yeah, they got us. So I really oh. like the brother characters. I really like their story and their interactions and their growth. I think the cool thing also is in the beginning of the movie, they show a lot of diversity amongst fake um, elves. <laughs> uh huh. There was like black elves and Latino elves. Oh, and- yeah, yeah. Oh, there was the one kid who was, I'm not sure what he was, but he had, he had a walker. Cr- yeah. He had, he had, or, he had crutches. or crutches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had crutches. Yeah, and then there was no real mention of his crutches or like, mm-hmm. you know, it was just kind of like, hey, guys, you want to come to the party? And he was invited to the party. There wasn't those stereotypical like, not you, Derek. You know, it was right. just, he okay, so he has crutches, whatever. Everyone was represented in this elf land. Yeah, there was a, a lesbian centaur cop. Was she a centaur? She was something. She was some sort of... She was purple or so. Oh, she was a cyclops. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, there was cyclops. Oh, the... the um, uh, uh, should I save this till later? Favorite character? Mm-hmm. You can do it now if you want. Okay, let's do favorite characters because it came into my head. I'm going to say my favorite character. Okay. Was the unicorns. Really? Yes, because the un- unicorns. They were there for a split yeah, but, second. but the unicorns are usually majestic, uh-huh. beautiful creatures, and these unicorns look like they were like bats that were on drugs. Yeah, because they were they weren't around much in the movie. When you saw them, well, in the beginning they there were was unicorns through trash. eating through trash, and they were dirty. So they were like when you they were like street rats. Yeah, it's like or if raccoons you, if or you, something. If you dropped a white coat in the street and then it dragged across the street and you picked it up, that's what the unicorns look like. And then they went into this cave and there was like three unicorns like, Aah! and then they they flew out. So I just thought it was cool that they didn't make, it kind of showed, I feel like it's the same kind of way I'm thinking about everything. It showed kind of like what happens sometimes when you like simplify everything and make everything so sweet. It's like, what do the unicorns have to do? So they're kind of this representation of like a time that was, innocent and fun and now a time that's just kind of like marginalizing in some way (laughs) it's like these unicorns are just pressed to eat trash and live in the uh in the darkness what did he say when they flew at them in the the cave did you catch that no i think he called them like i don't know he called them some name and everybody laughed but i missed it oh yeah i don't i don't remember that all right so that was my favorite okay wait who's your favorite character while we're on it so silly um I don't, I don't know. Maybe I like the older brother. Yeah. Yeah, I like the older brother. I think. Oh, I liked him when he was little, <laughs> when he was tiny, when he got shrunk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He was so funny. He's still trying to be tough. That he was, was teeny funny. tiny. But I just liked his character. He was just, um, he was older, but he was still like innocent minded. Yeah. And he really just wanted to protect his brother and, um, you know, finish the quest. Like he just really right. wanted, to, he had an innocent heart. Right. Yeah. He didn't feel jaded. He wasn't like down. That's true. Cause the, yeah, it's once again, it's like the older brother would have been the one that was just kind of like everything. Yeah. Everything was kind of flipped because when they went, when they started the quest, they were on the highway and the highway was going to take them straight to the mountaintop, which is where the they thought they, they needed, needed to, to go. go. But then the older brother was the one who was like, no, we need to go on the peril, the, the path, road of of peril. path of peril, you know, do that whole thing, which, you know, you, you would think it would be the younger one that would want to do the quote unquote unwise thing. And then the older one would be like, hey, let's go. Right. You know? So I thought that was kind of cool. They had a little heart to heart. That he was like, dude, listen to me. You never listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Right. I will get us where we need to go. I need you to trust me. We will go down this path of peril. Yeah. And it will be fine. And and yeah, he was like, because we're always doing what you want to do, which reminds me of Rick and Morty. Ah. Where he said, Rick, we always get to go on your adventures. <laughs> what about my adventures? Because your, your adventures suck, Marty. <laughs> every, uh, every five adventures, mine. I did a decent Morty. That's okay. Sorry, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Off the cuff, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the the um uh what was it? Um I think the scene where they start to go on the quest and they find out that somebody can help them figure out how to do the whole quest. Um what was that place they went to? Oh, the know. tavern, the tavern of something medieval right, right, sounding. Right. So yeah, it's kind of like when the you Manticore. Go, they had oh, to go yeah, find yeah. the Manticore. The Manticore at this place. So doesn't that sound like an evil corporation in a movie? Manticore. Or like like in the no, show that you like, like corporate. A, that sounds like a boss in a battle. Manticore? Like something that would be in like Zelda. Mm. You have to fight the Manticore. But yeah. she was like a she, very strong. Yeah, she was a strong character. It's just that she wasn't for evil. So. Right. Then. It sounds like an evil corporation in, right. in that show you like incorporate. Corporate. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would be spelled with a C-O-R-P. Like Manticore. Manticorp. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. puzzle. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, the um, I thought I really like that because it also kind of plays in this whole thing of like medieval times. Obviously, they go to this place and they think that the Manticore is going to be there to help them on their quest, and she's doesn't do that anymore. She just runs a. She runs a TGI Fridays. Yeah, like a yeah a medieval a medieval theme TGI Fridays, and so she doesn't use her wings. She doesn't her swords just like up on a mantle. Yeah. The the quest map is just up. It's just like yeah, just the what's it it's called? It's all just yeah, decorations. The, it's yeah, just, it's the yeah. flare. Yeah. It's just the flare. And the so walls the, aren't even like the stone anymore. It's all yeah, plastered bricked over. over. Yeah, something and. But the funny thing is, is that just reminds me of like all the other things like here in our world that we, you know, you go to Independence Hall, you go to these different places where stuff happened or even where stuff still does happen. Nothing's real. It's all replicas. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's all falsified stuff. When we go to museums and we'll go to whatever and we think we're looking at these Egyptian walls or things that we think they've transported here and then you read the little plaque and it says, Replica, blah, 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 blah. And it always makes me so angry. It I makes should, me feel like, yeah. why am I even in this museum? Right. 
Well, it's kind of I like... I can look at a picture online. I feel like you can take that picture of the guy with the who's sitting at the desk with the sign, the prove me wrong guy. Uh-huh. It's like museums are just universal studios <laughs> with uh, whatever, all, whatever. They're just prop Prove houses. me wrong, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, it's like you go, you go somewhere and you're like, oh, you know, this is where... Um, this is where they make chocolate or whatever. And then it's like, oh, no, we don't make chocolate anymore. It's made in a factory by a bunch of machines like right. 40 miles away. This is just this chocolate actually just keeps getting recycled. And, we, you know, we just show you how we used to do it. Right. You know, and um, I think that happens a lot. And, and a lot of people don't know that. Like you go to Independence Hall and you're like, that's the chair that Benjamin Franklin no. sat in. And you're like, nope, that is a replica chair that they hired some, um, you know, uh, the guy from Parks and Rec. What's his name? Andy? No, the guy who does chairs in real life. Oh, uh, woodworking guy. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can't Ron, do names. Ron Swanson. Yeah, the guy who played Ron Swanson. Like he crafted this chair. So this chair is twelve years old. It's not right. two hundred and thirty. Still years old. artistry. These but should not all just be art museums. These should not be historical museums. Right. And then art also, museums that also like, teach you history. Like you said, they're also like everything's plastered over and redone mm-hmm. and like what actually is there is behind all these walls. Right. You know? So yeah, it's just a lot of that happens in Hollywood too, where you're like, Oh, this is really cool. <laughs> and then you go inside the building and you're like, wait a minute, what is this? And they're like, Oh yeah, well we've obviously redone the inside. You're like, this just looks too modern. So I thought that was, that was interesting. So they show up at her place and then she's just like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Nobody does anything that they used to do anymore. Right. So that's basically the whole theme of everything for a while. Um, and then they're on this quest. To, they've got Pants Dad, which actually I did like all the little gags of him, like dancing around. They stop. He he feels the vibrations. They're playing music really loud. And oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. stop and have this moment. And they're all dancing together in the lawn. Right. Um, which was cute. So he was getting a moment. Like the younger kid, Ian, never had any time with his dad before. Right. So at least he's got legs to dance with and he'll have that memory now. Yeah. What a weird story to tell your <laughs> right? friends at dinner. I yeah, never when met I was my younger, dad. I brought my dad back to life, but just the legs. I spent the day with his legs. Right? That sounds It's odd. so weird. I, so, so anyway. Oh, go ahead. Well, I just, so the, that's basically the whole thing. Like they're just trying to track down this. They're going on this huge quest to find this stone. So the, and um, they discover Ian's a wizard. So he's the one doing all the magic, but he's too, he's not confident enough. Right. So older brother's teaching him all the spells. And that's a kick too, because don't you know, usually the person who is into all the stuff wants to be the wizard, yeah. but then they don't become the wizard and then they're bitter. That's right. He and was older not brother bitter was never bitter. I love this character more and more. I love this character. And actually I will say the pants were the reason I did not want to see this movie, but they didn't bother me what as if, much as I what thought. What if they were khaki shorts? No. Mm-mm. Couldn't have done it. Cargo shorts? No. <laughs> nope. No shorts. Short shorts? They were in Speedos. pants. Pants were all I could handle. And they were all right. It was fine. They kind of had a glowy. Every now and again, it was weird. I liked it better when they, they had the sweatshirt on him. They, yeah. they had the, the Weekend, weekend at Bernie's, Bernie's going top. on. Yeah. The weekend at Bernie's top. And they had some funny things, funny, funny gags with that too, with like the way he would flop Ooh. and like interact yeah, yeah, with yeah. other characters. And that was pretty cute. And so they, they really thought like, yeah, what can we do with this guy who has no torso and head right. and arms? Well, to speak to that, I think that was the cool thing about this. Like I was saying, it was very inclusive and I feel like this was a nod 
to people who um, ha- who have hearing difficulties, like how they can be communicative. Like you said, he has he can't hear them or people who uh, don't speak. Mm, yeah, like different ways that you can communicate and show affection to people because they, they had the nap. Feet. They had this yeah that nap. They had this um, thing when he was when he was a kid. He would do that 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 on his dad's foot. And so they alluded to that in the beginning. And then when they brought the first half back, the where the bottom half. Oh, yeah. Back, the legs were the kind dad, of just like, where am I? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, he was just like, uh. And then he's just kind of like stumbling around. And so the older son comes up and taps him and goes, that, 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 uh, on his foot. And then the dad kind of takes a step back and then tries to shuffle, finds his son's foot and goes, tap, tap. And then they, they connect. It, yeah. So they're like, okay, this is my son, you know? And then he starts shuffling around to um, find his other son. And then he puts his foot on his on the younger son's foot, Ian. And then he's like, okay, now I know that my son's here. So no, there's this connection without here. speaking or hearing, um, which was really cool. And then throughout the movie, like you said, they do different things. Um, like you said, the vibration of the music. He's dancing to it. He has no ears, but he can feel the music. He's enjoying himself, having a good, t- good time hearing the music. And I thought that was just really cool because... A lot of times, and I think I said this on some other one, a lot of times we focus on like seeing and hearing as like the only right. way that we can communicate. Right. And they were able to do so much with just legs. So you're making a really beautiful point. I try. But here's what just popped into my head. These legs did not have a brain. How did they function? Well... I will use How the golden they, I will use the golden axe theory. They thought which golden axe has golden axe. Shh, let me speak. Okay. <laughs> golden axe <laughs> has skeletons. The skeletons have swords and they fight you. You hit them, they die. They're already dead. Doesn't make sense. But when they die, they go Rah! none of that makes sense, but it's awesome. Skeletons don't have muscle structures. They can't swing axes. Skeletons don't have vocal cords. They can't scream, but they did it. And just like that, this guy is able to control his body I mean, without I guess you having could a brain. I just say it's magic, but... I just use the golden axe theory. Maybe his essence is there. They just couldn't see his whole body. Yeah, may- maybe. Like maybe he. so. Maybe his spirit, yeah. His spirit was that glowing yeah. thing out of mm. his pants. Hmm. <laughs> I did like how he he tested, he would put his foot out and kind of search with his yeah. foot for things. It was almost he, like the... like a Yeah, like a cane, I guess. Yeah. Or like, yeah his so. foot was a cane. Yeah. He was his own cane. He was his own cane. So, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I think the, the scene where they have to... So they finally go on the, the quest of peril because they... Uh, yeah, because he, the older brother convinced the younger brother. But then they end up this place where they have to cross this bottomless chasm. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's like, that's the bottomless chasm. You'll just fall, fall forever. Fall forever. So I guess it's kind of like the end of Interstellar, where you're just kind of like falling, so. floating yeah. forever. But if you push enough books, they'll figure out that you're there <laughs> and get you out. But I thought that was kind of interesting because that's where he had to... Well, yeah. Th- oh, so this is my other deep thought. Sorry. You have a lot of deep thoughts with this movie. There's a lot of deep stuff in there. It's very simple, but there's a lot of layers. It's like an onion with an onion. Makes you think. But um, I thought it was interesting that you, 
in life and through challenges and like putting yourself out there and trying things and pushing yourself further, you end up working through all the things that you don't know and you're afraid of. You know, it was like him, Ian going through all this. He learned how to drive, which he was afraid to do. Right. Like he did the driving school at the beginning of the movie and then he chickened out and exited or mm-hmm. they asked him to exit because he almost got everybody killed. So he learns to drive. Um, he learns to be fearless. He learns to like solve problems and all these different things. And I thought that was kind of interesting because um, these stories that we read in school or whatever, it was interesting because I don't, I've never really thought about them. Like these are stories, like I said, that are telling you about yourself or who you can be. And so like this movie was kind of like that where I was like, oh yeah, this, this quest isn't just, because I feel like I'm trying to think of like Lord of the Rings and all that. I guess so. You know, I think Wizard of Oz, like I said, is probably the only other one that's like that. Where like through the quest, you actually realize who you are and learn about yourself in a probably more obvious than any of the other quest films. But this one felt like one of them because it was just like so obvious. Like he learned how to drive. He learned to fight his fears, like crossing that bridge with the invisible right, um, right. walkway thing. Right. That reminds me of uh, Mario invisible Odyssey. Invisible bridge. We have to become the Stonehenge guy. Oh yeah! And then there's the yeah, just you walk. put the sunglasses on, you could see the path. Yeah, and that's only timed. But yeah, so he has to cross that bridge um, without being able to see, and you know he he doesn't realize that the rope that, that movie, his brother tied. I was actually like really worried during that scene. It's he's not going to fall. He's the main character. Yeah, it's a Pixar he's going to make it across. It's but not I was, 1970. Right. I was actually like, I was like, ooh, just run, kid, just run, just quit dancing around up there. You can fall. Yeah. Oof. So he had to. So he had to um, cast a spell. But if he didn't believe it wholeheartedly, it would fail. So the spell was an invisible bridge across this never-ending chasm, and it didn't materialize it just stayed invisible so he had to just step out on faith that this thing was there i'm sure this is going to be used in a lot of church sermons yeah probably (laughs) so he uh his brother onward for jesus onward so he um his brother ties a rope around him and is like okay cool so step out like just go i have a rope in case you're scared and so obviously the first time he goes he's got a rope tied around him. he doesn't believe it's going to be there right he has the rope that's his security so he steps he falls obviously so he comes back up and his brother's like okay do it again he's like you know now what will happen what's the worst that will happen you didn't die do it again so he's like okay all right cool so this time he actually believes that he did the spell right he still has the rope on him though so he keeps walking he's super jazzed he's got this invisible bridge going and then the rope runs out and the brother's like oh no and about that he's like right in the middle of the gap and so his brother's like you still got the rope on me and he's like yeah i still got the rope keep going buddy keep going he's like dancing around and like he's like let's let's hurry up man let's let's keep going because at this point his brother could die um you never want that no but then he makes it across and then finds out uh the rope had not been tied to him in fact and it was just a cute scene because it's brother is just like the cheerleader and then i was so worried yeah i was so worried i was like run faster kid you're gonna die that reminds me of um 
that uh, short video I've seen where the, I told you about that, the guy is running across that, that planked. <laughs> His little running fingers. <laughs> yeah, he's running across that planked bridge. And um, he like runs, runs, and there's like big gaps in between the planks. And he jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps. And his last jump, the hook, you realize the hook was barely fastened onto his back oh like the safety harness yeah yeah so it's just the thing that you're supposed to do like kind of like ziplining like oh look at me i'm falling through the air you know and you're not you're obviously tied to something right uh but he was not tied to anything (laughs) any sort of jolt that he would have had if he would have fell through any of those slats he would have just fallen to his death and it was very foggy so i don't know how high up he was huh yeah so that guy (laughs) that guy could have been uh a wizard Oh, for yeah, all we know, that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. But um. So also, I'll say another thing, another virtue of the brother, which we learn in the end. the The younger brother has this revelation at the end, but um, we kind of see all these virtues or whatever adding up. So the brother loves this van. Mm-hmm. They're riding around this a team. It's got a unicorn on the side. He's spent tons of time and money uh, fixing up this van. And um, along the quest, it's he's trying to get the younger brother to like zap these rocks so that they can barricade the path and people are chasing oh, them. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, you know, and brother, mind you, the dad legs are still with them. That's dad legs the... are still with them. Um, and so the brother, the younger brother can't get the, can't get the lightning spell to work. And so older brother, sees what he has to do and decides to sacrifice his van and smash it to bits in the rocks. And he Armageddon his van. Yeah. He yeah. barricaded. He, his van was Bruce Willis. He, um, yeah, he Bruce Willis his, uh, his van. Right. He sacrificed it for his, for the quest for oh, his brother quest. and for those so they could carry on. You know, the scariest part of this movie was, I just had a weird feeling that they were going to materialize the dad completely and then he was going to stay and then it would be like Castaway where he comes back and <laughs> he's like, honey, I'm here. And she's like, uh, um, I've moved on. Right. You know, or what was that that other show? Manifest? Yeah. Where that oh, happened. Yeah. The lady got remarried We never finished that season. Yeah. Who knows if it'll finish. But yeah, people moved on. It's been a yeah. long time. 16 years. Yeah. Mom's moved on. I don't remember how that song goes. Uh-uh. The Aaliyah song. It's been a long time. Oh. Yeah. Which is Curtis Blow originally or something. I don't remember. Um, so yeah, I was kind of like, ooh, I hope that doesn't become, that yeah. would be very odd. The other thing, I thought that they were going to lose the dad legs. They never really lost oh. the dad legs. That usually happens no. like when they were being oh, yeah, chased yeah. by the cops the door was flapping oh, open I thought and I that thought, too. I thought he, he was going to fly out yeah. and then the rest of the movie was going to be about them trying to find, find the, the dad leg. legs and then like the last minute they, you know, get it. Um, what was it? Uh, what was the other stuff that happened in there? Well, they go on the, so they, they continue questing or whatever and the, the brother is like teaching the younger brother how to do all these spells. Like in the oh, meantime, right. they're floating down this river trying yeah, to get to the knows, next spot. He knows all the stuff. He knows everything. So he's teaching him how to do fireworks and how to throw things oh, and how to. So they're having all these like bonding moments and, and growth moments along the way. So that was the cool thing was. um, So they ran out of gas 
And then they were trying. He was trying to teach him how to make the gas canister bigger. And it was it was funny because I know you're making fun of me about the Zelda stuff, but it made me think about. Uh, yeah, he plays the, a lot of, of Zelda, so, so I asked him, "How many Zelda references did you have while we watched this movie?" But it was just like this problem solving thing where it's like you have half a gallon of gasoline. How do we make ten gallons of gasoline? Mathematically, I don't know what that would be. Um, but then you just make the canister bigger, which then makes the liquid bigger. So that's what he, he was telling his brother. So his brother tried to do that. And the funny thing is, is he, he messed it up and he said, I guess for every reaction, there's an equal and opposite reaction is essentially what he was telling his brother. So he made the, he tried to make the gas can bigger. And then because he didn't have faith or did it wrong, I don't remember. I think his brother distracted him. So then his focus was on his brother. Oh, and not the gas can. Right. Which... Made had an brother. opposite reaction and made him actually shrink his brother. <laughs> yeah. So his brother became tiny. And so he, quote unquote, messed that up. But then he took that information, learned from it. And then when they needed to float down the sewer or somewhere underground, he made a cheese puff like, really big. Really big so they could float. Yeah. And so I like how also the patient the dad was. He was just chilling. Yeah, the, like legs the legs were just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I'm he's just, just here. He's, he's like, I'm on a giant, if this feels like a giant cheese puff, maybe I'm right. sitting on, he has his legs crossed. He's just like, mm, this is a fun flip, right. you know? Do, do, do. And so I thought it was cool that they took like, um, he built like, upon everything. Right. He, he built was, upon yeah. everything he was learning. Because he remembered that later, the, his brother had said like, in, in wizarding or whatever, you have to use what you have on you or use what you've got. That sounds like me in the shrine rooms. In Breath of the Wild. Okay, do tell us. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all the shrine rooms. Okay. That, that story would be, that's a separate podcast. All right. But um, I, yeah, I thought that was cool that they that yeah. they they really thought that through, that it wasn't just, um, you know, just this seeming, you know, just these scenes that kind of happen that point you to a thing, but they all like collect on each other. This movie had a lot of heart, a lot of life lessons here. You got heart, kid. Use what you got. That's Build right. upon what you know. That's right. Listen to your older brother. Shake what your mama gave you. That too. Oh, speaking of the mom, she was cool. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> she was cool too. She uh, she didn't do like the normal mom thing where like the mom character doesn't do anything. The mom just freaks out. Right. So she was like, "All right, my kids disappeared. This is where I think they're going. I'm gonna hop in the car and figure this out." And then along the way, she gets her own assistant. To help was like, hey, I know you have information. You're gonna come help me. We're gonna go find my kids and da 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 da. Right. So the so the they're lady on that their helps her, The lady that helps her is the the manicure. Yeah. Yeah. So the manicure realizes like, oh, I've been sitting here, you know, doing nothing, doing nothing, not actually using my gifts. So let me help this lady find her kids. So yeah, that was really cool that the mom, yeah, she got to have a quest. She wasn't just sitting at home or right. saying, please help find my She kid. had her own little mantra because in the beginning we see yeah. her doing like the P90X or whatever that was. Right. Um, And she's, her little thing is I'm a powerful warrior. So that's kind of carries her throughout the movie and she uh, saves the day in her own ways. I feel like that's the one of those things where you, like I was saying, you you find out that you come from a history of boxers and then you wonder, like, why am I am I am, am I a, a MMA fighter or whatever? And they're like, oh, you didn't know that you're related uh, to Joe Lewis? And you're yeah. like, what? And so-and-so? You're like, what? 
you know, and then you're like, oh, it makes sense. And that's so she's how from like a history of warriors. Yeah, maybe she like mm, maybe. part of her family yeah. was that. You Elf know, warriors. That's their, yeah, that's their lineages. Yeah, partially like that. So could be. Um, real quick, you want to take a a detour into cast? Let's do it. Because Let's put on that cast. This movie, I only knew I could only pick out Chris Pratt. Yeah, and me I too. I knew Tom Holland, but I forgot. Um, that that's who that was. So let's take a look. So we had Tom Holland and Chris Pratt were the brothers. Julia Louis Dreyfus was the I mom. Have that ever. I didn't. I we just put up downhill the episode, and I'll get on and on about how much we love her. And I did not pick up that voice at all. Um, also, Josh, did you know the Manticore was Octavia Spencer? I didn't know that at all. That was a familiar voice. I knew too, that I she was a black woman that I had known, heard that voice before, <laughs> but not who. I think the um, what Ali Wong was in there. She was the other Ali Wong when yes. they pulled them over, mm-hmm. uh, and Leah Waite. I I've had a feeling that was Leah Waite, and that Lena. that Lena, whatever. So <laughs> that confirms that she's the voice of the AT and T commercials because I looked it up once and it wouldn't tell me. So oh, okay, she, that was the same thing. Hmm. What did she say? It was too... I don't remember the campaign. It's on all the time. So um, the friend that he was talking to that knew his dad, the older guy, or the, the dad that he went, he ran oh, into yeah, yeah, yeah. and was like, hey, I know I knew your right. dad in college. I That whole time, the whole scene, I was like, that voice is familiar. I know that voice. Guess Whose who that voice was? was it? Wilmer Valderrama. Oh. Hmm. I don't think I've heard his voice in a while. I, yeah, I don't think I've, I've seen I think him I anything. Saw him or playing him. himself in something else that was interesting. The pawn shop owner was Tracy Ullman, right? I would never. Tracy Ullman has so many different voices. I, I have no idea when she. But how did anyone. we not pick up on this many voices? Usually, these movies they splash the names of the everybody that's in it all over the place, and maybe we just missed it because we don't watch that many commercials. But I did not. I haven't seen them in all the advertising. I don't see them pushing anybody's name. I only saw Chris Pratt and Tom Holland doing any. Promo for this. I think they were just pushing the story. That's what I. That's what I've seen is mainly the story, yeah. not much of who's in it. Who's in it? Not it's like the, from the producers right. and all that type of stuff. But you know, normally, you know, what I mean, like yeah, normally, normally like they're like eight thousand celebrities. They show all the faces right. and they show the people. Yeah, maybe they'll do that next week because you know they do different rounds of marketing um, as true. the weeks go by. You know, it's like Tom Holland. You know, blah blah blah. These people in onward. You know. So that could be a possibility. The um, so what did you say, Lena Waith? Lena Waith. Lena Waith. Ali Wong. That scene was pretty funny. So mm-hmm. the um, they were speeding right, and then they the, were driving crazy. They were yeah, driving they wild. Were driving. Oh yeah, because he became bigger. <laughs> yeah, the, the older brother became bigger, but he was in the pocket of the younger brother, and so they were driving all over. The place. <laughs> right. So they get pulled over, and I, I were they both centaurs, possibly or cyclopses? I can't remember. No, one was a cyclops and one was, uh, oh, one of them was the two-legged thing. Yeah, the centaur. The cent- the minotaur. I think what, the minotaur is two-legged. Whatever the two-legged one. Yeah. Um, so they pull them over and then the dad falls out of the back of the truck, but he's wearing the Weekend and Bernie's top. And so he's just kind of like stumbling all around. over. They're like, sir, have you been drinking or something? And then they said, um, long day, sir. Yeah, and then the funny thing was is that they, uh, what was it? They, um, oh, the older brother says there's a spell where you can change yourself into any person. 
And so they change themselves into their mom's boyfriend, who's also a cop. Right. And it was funny because they did the whole two-part horse thing. So right. the, the younger brother was the head and the front legs. And then the older brother was bent over as the as the butt of the horse. And so they see the two brothers as their like co-worker. And so he's like, hey. And they're like, oh, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm just, uh, they're like, are you showing your son how to uh, drive? And he's like, uh, yeah. But the, f- the funny thing was is that he couldn't lie. The spell was, you could turn into somebody but you could not lie, which is actually a cool thing that mm-hmm. I wish could happen for the future when people are deep faked. And then when they lie, like something <laughs> switches right. in the so- software. So then he's like telling the truth and he tells a lie. Every lie you tell, it's almost like, <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's like strip poker. So essentially you're being stripped <laughs> back to who you are. Right. So you can tell a lie. So the and first be, lie, his real ear popped out. Right. Yeah. So he has an elf ear mm-hmm. and then, um, and then his hand ear. pops out. Can... Yeah. And so he's trying to like, he goes, so as you do when you don't want to tell people the truth, but you also don't want to divulge too much information, you answer with a question or you kind of deflect. So he was managing that whole thing. And then they keep, telling lies towards the end and one of the lies was uh they go well at least it wasn't that older brother he's kind of weird and then he goes oh he's not weird at all and then his leg his real leg his real leg pops out so then the older brother knows that he has feelings that that he his brother thinks thinks he's yeah thinks he's kind of a screw up so that was a interesting way of like unraveling that and making them kind of confront right that part of their relationship a little conflict Brotherly conflict. And that's when they started going on the other quests, right? He's like, I know what I'm talking about. I know you think that I'm just a screw up, Mm -hmm. but I actually know something. So yeah, that's when they had it out. A funny and cool Actually ended up in the right place. Right. So yeah, that was, that was a funny, but also like key scene. Yeah. Yeah. That was key. So, so if we skip, so then there's battles and there's dragons and there's all that. Um, so finally they get to they find the the stone the phoenix wait thing. we're not going to talk about the whole thing what the whole dragon i thought that was so cool how the school okay yeah the yeah. school had like so you know there's a lot of you know movies always foreshadow we well, gotta um, tell you get, there was a curse on the stone yeah there's a curse on the stone so if they get when they get the stone there's going to be a, a dragon. dragon that they have to fight and the only person who knew that was the man the Man-a- manicor manitoba octavia spencer yeah she's the only one who knew that so they're the mom and the man in the core are racing to go help the kids because she's the only one who knows who has the sword to defeat the thing. So they go on this quest. They do all this crazy stuff. They're like, we made it. And they almost like drown and they pop up out of a sewer <laughs> that is right in front of the school that he goes to, which is very funny. Um, history Underground, that show I used to watch on the History Channel, where they're like, underneath you is all sorts of oh, history right. and yeah. things that you know nothing about yeah. that goes back hundreds of years. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. So they pop up right back at the school and you see the dragon. And the whole time I was like, there's something about that dragon. The dragon painted on the wall. Yeah, there's like, it's so like the school, painted. it's the mascot, it's yeah. a dragon. So all these things are kind of alluded to real life. And in the beginning, the older brother is chained himself to this old shrine fountain. And he's like, well, you can't take our history, blah, blah, blah. Also, another thing that happens right. in Everything the world all down. the time. As we live, <laughs> live in, in Hollywood. East Hollywood, and they're just kind of like, oh, this house that so-and-so used to live in? Smash. And we're going to put a big old condos up. Um, so 
they pop out and there's the school and then there's the fountain and the older brother realizes hey this fountain has significance maybe this is oh um i forgot how he tied it in like the place that they thought they were going was completely wrong and kind of like everything else once again wizard of Oz, there's no place like home and that's where everything's at so he somehow realizes the other gym is inside of this fountain and then they open it up and who then comes out the dragon and the dragon is made out of the bricks and the things around. Yeah, like the from smoke the comes out and it starts like collecting things from what's nearby. Right. So it like literally tears pieces off of the school and right. like picks up a car and then starts constructing right, it all right. into this crazy dragon. And then, but the funny thing <laughs> the was is part. the red went through all the school too. So mm-hmm. at first I thought the dragon was just going to come bursting out of the right. school like he was resting under there. Yeah. But the best part is it takes the dragon's face from <laughs> the, the from the um from the mascot thing off the wall and it's the face of this that real was, dragon. That was pretty good. And so yeah, it just kind of like builds this. Okay, I take it back. Thing. The dragon's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, the evil dragon. <laughs> the evil dragon is your favorite that character. It's really funny. So yeah, they're like they're like fighting this dragon and then the it culminates in the son really pulling all of his strength together and all the things he's learned and the mom being her warrior, the inner warrior, and the man. The manacore was forced to fly fly. because their car broke down and they needed to get to the boys. So she was forced to embrace who she really is. Right. So then the mom... Mom kind of stabs the thing in the in the heart. Yeah, she stabs it, but she's not strong enough to go all the way through. And then the son... He ends up doing something to it. So Oh, he well, took the he took the Zelda again. Magnesis. <laughs> he took that he took the the sword with Magnesis and then thrusted it into mm-hmm. the dragon. But first what happened was um the younger brother had a moment to sacrifice for his older brother. So oh, while the, they're doing was, all oh, this, okay. they're trying to get the stone trying to get the stone so they can cast the spell again and then see dad right. full. So they start the um, the spell. Then the dragon starts to come. As most end of movies do, like Mission Impossible. We have four minutes. Right. Hold them off. Right, exactly. So the sun's setting. They only have until sunset is over. Oh, yeah, they have 24 hours to do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so they literally yeah have minutes left. So the boys are up there trying to reconstruct dad. The dragon's starting to come. The mom can't hold the thing anymore. So um, the younger brother, the stone, like the the spell is like doing its own thing now. So it doesn't need both of them there. So um, the younger. (laughs) So the funny thing is, is when they were, I think even when they were doing the bottom half, but it was almost like um, it reminded me of um, uh, 3D printers. Yeah, it was going like level by level. Yeah, when they first started, it was like. (laughs) Yeah. Like really slow. That's how it was doing. It was going so slow. So. um. So then Ian, see, he assesses everything that's going on. So he tells the older brother. Um, and then earlier in the movie, Barley had shared the story that his biggest regret was that he... Um, oh, we never said the dad died because he was sick. I'm assuming cancer. Elf cancer. So... Um, <laughs> so Do you have a moment to donate to feline right. AIDS? Yeah, like elf so, cancer. So... The so Barley was given, he was told like go in and say goodbye to your dad, but he was too scared, so he never said goodbye to his oh, dad right. before yeah, yeah, he died. Yeah. So in this moment. Ian thinks about that and says, you know what? I never, Bruce Willis is himself. I never met my dad. 
I never met him before, but you never got a chance to say goodbye. So you stay here, wait for the dad 3D printer to stop, and then you can have your goodbye. Scantron dad. Right. You can have the goodbye moment you never got, um, and I will just still never... Like, he's not really losing anything, but he's helping his brother heal. Because his brother has done so many things for him. Exactly. So he realized all of this really quickly, realized my brother has been my dad this whole time. So my brother played catch with me. My brother did all these things that I had listed that I wanted to do with dad. My brother already done with them with me. I had a, you know, I had this life. My shared my life with my brother. I'm going to let my brother have this moment so he can say goodbye to his dad. So it was really sweet. It was a moment for the little brother to sacrifice for him. So he went off to slay the dragon. Scantron dad and brother get to say their goodbyes. He he can only he's peeking through rubble to yeah, watch like, it from afar. Like seeing something falling, you know, seeing right. from another angle. So it's very emotional. Mom, she doesn't get to see her husband because she's also off. She was fighting the dragon. It's so probably she's for the best. Somewhere far away. Yeah. So, you know, she didn't get to have one last goodbye with her husband. I thought that was the, the kind of... Oh, go ahead. The kid is watching from afar, and then Barley gets to have his closure. And the dragon's dying. And the dragon's dying. A horrible death. Well, it's a, it's a was, school dragon. <laughs> it's a building dragon. I, I think that was the interesting thing at the beginning. I was like, oh, they're just going to... St- they just pretty much didn't discuss this with the mom and said, we're taking this... Yeah, like, they're just like, Bye. They're like, you don't get to see him, just us. Mm-mm. You know, I was like, oh, but I guess she was cool with it. She never. Yeah. She's she's processed it. She realized, yeah, she'd moved on. She said her goodbyes. Yeah. I guess she was cool. Yeah. So then at the end, everybody has realized who they are. And, mm-hmm. you know, they have a heart and a brain and, you know, all that type of stuff. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the, the manicure or whatever, she's flying around. The pixies are flying. So the pixies were funny. Just a, a quick thing, if you haven't seen it. The pixies are... Like they're, a little biker they're like, gang. They're like ants. ants. They work together. Oh, to, yeah. Because <laughs> four motorcycles showed up. And I'm like, who's riding? Are these invisible men or what's the deal? But it was like all of these pixies riding motorcycles. And they were tough and wanted to fight everybody. Right. So the older brother um, is the size of a pixie at this point because he got shrunk. And then he's... It reminded me when people try to... Uh, <laughs> Reminds me of the time when somebody tried <laughs> to tell me that uh, that uh, Robert E. Lee was a great man. Mm. And I was like, what are you talking about? Except for this turned out to be true in, in the other sense, not Robert E. Lee. But in this movie where the, the older brother was like, hey, you know that you guys used to be able to fly and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, how dare you try to tell us who we are and who like, we you are? You calling and, us lazy? Yeah. And like, you calling us lazy? And so then he was actually right. They could fly. And um, but the uh, yeah, so the pixies at the end. We're flying because they were forced to. They got into an accident and had to fly. Oh, they yeah. Had to fly they fly so they didn't hit the ground. Right. They had to, their wings all of a sudden activated. Yeah. They were like, ah, I don't want to die. Yeah. When, you, when you're about to die, you realize what you're capable of doing. Okay. The best one, though, was the horseman boyfriend cop who started running using his oh, horse right. body and he takes off his hat and his he hair is like, hair. right. He turns into Fabio and. Well, not, he doesn't flowing. look like Fabio. He no, just but his Fabio hair, is hair, Fabio hair flowing, and so that was pretty good. Who was the who voiced that character? Oh, who was? Were the unicorns any better off in this? <laughs> I don't remember if they showed up. Colt Bronco. Oh, Mel Rodriguez. Mel Rodriguez. I don't know Mel. We don't know you, Mel. Who? Are you? Who are you? Oh wait, 
I know that face. Do you? Let's see. Um, Sunshine, mm-hmm. Panic Room. He's in the new Twilight Zone, which we need to see at some point. Oh, uh, I'm like, do I remember Last Man, on, Last Earth? Man on Earth? Hmm. Oh, he was Todd. Duh. He played what? Todd. That's Todd? Yeah, I guess he... Huh. That's an old photo or he lost a ton of weight. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, didn't recognize his voice either. Didn't either. But he, huh. yeah, he was a totally different kind of guy. He was just a little... He's a little shy in, in Last Man on Earth. Um... But yeah, so, uh, yeah, I thought it was a really cool movie. I thought it, yeah, like, so, obviously. So, so sum it up. So what are the, the, the Pixar takeaways from this movie? Because there's uh, always something. Uh, everyone you love will die. Yep. We just play that song by the Flaming Lips. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, when you go, you, you're going to, when you do things in life, you'll learn about yourself and you're going to make mistakes, but you're going to kind of figure it out. You're going to. You know, blaze a path. And keep going onward. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen, so just keep going. Onward and upward, um, or downward. Onward just means onward. Yeah, and then really just cherish the people that are in your on, life. Yeah, in your life and in your corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, don't look past them just because you feel like you're missing something else. Right. Make sure you appreciate who's there and what you got. That's right, and always, always have gas in the car. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the biggest one. Always. Full gas tank? Mm. Full gas can. Your dad would say a full gas tank, but I think if your gas gauge works, you know, just just pay attention to it. Any last thoughts? Um. No. No. No? I think that's good. You think that's good? <laughs> I don't. I think we should do it over. Redo this whole episode. Yeah. Okay. Just like stay up start even later over. and start over. Like, hey just guys, trash it. We just saw. We're just yeah. We're starting. Hey guys, we're just starting over. Yeah. Yeah. So go see onward. Uh, if you're like my friend who doesn't really like to um, not know what movies are about, so you would watch this first, then listen to this first, then see a movie. Um, oh, and if you saw it. Let us know what you think. You know what, though? This movie also, if you don't want to have all these feelings, it's still a cute movie. Right. It's like not if you don't want to take anything out of it. I'm just in a place right now where I'm very like introspective. I'm, yeah. I'm in, like in an ayahuasca type moment okay. that uh, is like go, digging through like right. deep things yeah. in my head. So yep. I'm, I'm open and receptive to mm-hmm. the Pixar uh, model. You know, other people might be just like, that was fun. Right. They went on a quest and then came back. And yeah. like, that's fine, too. That it's not too. forced layers. Right. It's just, if you want to think, you can. If you want to just enjoy, you can do that too. Yeah. I'm interested to know. I said on the way home, I was like, I'm wondering how many kids are doing at the end of this movie. Like how maybe like the older kids could process some of this, but also maybe it'll make them sad. Yeah. Um, that they didn't all get to see the dad at the end and that he disappeared right. after like three minutes. Or like, or they just don't get the idea and they're like, what if dad becomes half a dad one day? Right. And you're like, what? What? Like, the dad in the movie was half a dad. Does this I don't mean we can bring Fluffy back from the dead too? Right. Like, it's, you know. Uh, Casting spells. Right. So. But cute movie. 
just remember, magic isn't real, kids. Hopefully, when you die, you die. That's it. <laughs> That's where we're gonna leave it. <laughs> Make the best of your life. All right. All right. Till next time, guys. I, 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 except for to my to my uh, I don't know the other faiths that believe in multi lives. Keep whatever. All right. Follow us. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Hey, we just saw a movie. Should be running through the the veins of yeah of uh. Hey, we just saw a movie. Google now. Dot com. Yeah. You'll hey, find we just all saw our movie stuff on Instagram. there. Um, Give us some reviews just saw a movie on, on Apple. Twitter. We're talking over each other. Yeah. Why not? You can you can double listen. Oh yeah, we need them reviews on Apple. We need to get boosted. Yeah. Get us some. Get lifted. Five star reviews, y'all. Fire it up. Okay. Now yeah. are we done? Uh, I think we're done. Mm, I think we talked a long time. Uh, I think this is good. Mm, what was your light spell again? Your light switch? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I like a zim. I don't that know. wasn't it. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Peace. Bye, y'all.